With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Dream it, believe it, become it. We're back. (laughs) The third episode of The Fight is right. Come on down. <laughs> you see it. We're back. I mean, the people have been requesting. They're saying, listen. Where's we, the show? We want that show Where's now. Where's the show? ASAP. Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'll say it. Let's big up Tundi's latest sponsor, Coco Bar. <laughs> It's God. It's God shine. It's God shine. Clean heart, clean skin. <laughs> you see the thing. Now your face is tough. Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, can we be serious? All right, you've got to be serious. Okay, we have an action-packed show for you, ladies and gentlemen. Today, on today's show, we're going to discuss, obviously, Derek Delboy Chisora. Yeah, against David Price. That's going to be an excellent fight on the weekend. Yes. Also, maybe the fight of the night. Josh Taylor versus Regis Progress. That's going to be... That's, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that fight. You know what I mean? Two fundamentally sound southpaws. Great, great fight. Wicked fight. Looking forward to that. Absolutely. Then we're going to touch on the heavyweight introduction by Alexander Usyk. Yeah, you know what? Um, Chaz Wilspoon, that's a, that's a, you know what I mean? It, it was a good, we're, we're talking depth on that. We're yeah, talking I, depth on that. I know, that. You, talk, I know you, talk. you got some. Yeah, I've got some things. I've got some, I mean, I've got, well, I'm holding it in. You know what I mean? Yes. But I've got some things to speak about that. And then we're going to obviously do, which has become very famous already, the fantasy fights. Yeah. And the main one is on the fantasy fights has to be Baba Tundi Ajayi. <laughs> Why, why? Why yeah, do you go there? Why are you talking about? I have to go there, seriously. Because, like, no, no, they want to. Yeah, I mean, you and Umar from IFL have, like, been going back and forth. And the, uh, not even going back and forth. You, you blocked him on... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you, you, you did. You blocked him. You blocked him on, on... And why is people getting so crazy about this blocking? But you blocked the young man. Yes. Right? And I quite like Umar. Right? <laughs> I, I like him as well. Right, exactly. But you blocked him. Why did you block him? Well, listen... For those of you that don't know, <laughs> everyone should know that's on my page. My page is strictly 100% no negativity. Not that you can call this situation negative, but no bad vibes. Any errors will not be tolerated. So what was the error that the young man came up with? The error is a 22-year-old boy called grown men 22, hold on, yeah, 22, called grown men, Spencer Fearon and Baba Tunde Ajayi, boys. Right. I ain't no boy. But wasn't it also to the fact of the correction? <laughs> yes, I was right, correcting. Yeah, yeah, no, was it also to the fact of the correction? Because, like, <clears throat> I think it was 
we, we spoke about a fight. And when you when you sometimes when you, you know too much, you, sometimes you forget stuff. Listen, like, listen. So but think, that's my point. Right. That's my point. He went for his reference to a computer. We were using recollection through experience, yeah. full. And in cases like this, human error. All right, but don't you? Yeah, I'm not even worried about that. But don't you think? Me playing, you mean God's advocate here? Don't, <laughs> yeah, right? Don't you think uh, that you kind of made a overreaction? Mountain, mountain out of a molehill. No. Why not? Because I warned him. This is what I'm trying to say. Someone was saying the same thing via Twitter, and I was like, No, you don't know the history. I've warned Uma. What did you warn him on, Tun? I warned him. Come on, brother, Tun. Be tell careful. Me. Careful of what? Be careful how you speak to your elders. So what? So what? <laughs> derogatory things? Do you believe? Um, that you said in the past. The Russia thing. Subject? The Russia thing is between me and Uma. I'm not okay. going to go into that. But I spoke okay. to him because I, 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 I told him that you, Uma, can never interview me again. The only person after Russia, the move what he done in Russia. I said. After Russia, the only person that can interview Tunde Ajayi from the IFL TV platform is my good friend, long-time mate, <laughs> Coogan Cassius. And he was upset about that. And at the open workout, I saw him and he said, Tunde, you know, I, I didn't even mean it like that. I said, you know what? Say nothing. <laughs> Sorry, a bit of road talk coming <laughs> out there. Say nothing. Don't worry about it. Let's move on. He was trying to explain. I said, Sunshine, I said, let's move on. I've forgotten it. You've apologised, boom. And so to see the way he spoke, and as Coogan Cassia said, it made you, he didn't mean nothing by it. But yes, he may not have mean nothing. But as the good book says, spare the rod. Spoil the child. <laughs> you have to correct these youngsters. If they make an error, listen, and I'm saying this because many of you always say he's too young, he's too young. 22 year, years old is not young. I was looking after myself from seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> the police come to my house and said to my dad, Why, what did you do? <laughs> I wasn't looking at me. I was just at home, alone. And the police said to my dad, you can't leave a young boy this age on his own. And my dad said, we'll take him then. <laughs> so, so you grew up in care then? <laughs> <laughs> no, so the responsibility, the point I'm making is 22 is not young. And if, even if it is young, as some have said, then when you're corrected, you shouldn't go and make a same... You don't call grown men the one and only Spencer Fearon a boy. You wouldn't call your employer, Coogan Cassius, a boy. You wouldn't call the great Frank Warren a boy. You wouldn't call Eddie Hearn a boy. So what makes you dare think you can call Tunde Ajayi the and impertinent. the impertinence of the, of the whole thing? So that's it. Of course I'm going to unblock him. Of course, I'm going to let him explain himself. But I can guarantee you one thing, Spencer. He won't do it again. <laughs> he won't do it again. He will think twice. And this is what correction does. It allows you to think about what you're saying. Don't just open your mouth. Think about it. Okay, I'm going to say again. Uh, but you also blocked the other kid from IFL. <laughs> and I like Oscar. Oscar's my guy, and I like no. Oscar a lot. No. Well, no, seriously, I do. I like Oscar. No, no, Oscar's you're my guy. I, no. like, I like Oscar a lot. I like, I like, seriously, I like Uma as well. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're nice young, young men. When Floyd Mayweather 
for Oscar De La Hoya, he was upset because Floyd was on the right side of the poster. Oh, so is that what it was? So disrespect he put Umas. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Disrespect, you know? Disrespect. Disrespect. He put Umar's face on the top of the poster. And my, me, the master genius, Tunde Ajayi, he put me at the bottom of the poster. Put Umar's name first and my name second. No respect. No, he's taking liberties. He's taking liberties. Taking liberties. So liberties. guess what? Oscar, you're blocked as well, Sunshine. You as well. You have to learn to respect your elders. All the youngsters... Learn to respect your elders. It doesn't cost nothing. It will keep you in good fashion for every experience in life. When you're polite, when you're respectful, you've already got the job. <laughs> you've already got the job. Because manners and respect cost nothing. Yeah, and as my late father used to say, manners and respect take you all around the world. Of course. Right, and that's the God's honest truth. And I said, Dad, I'm all right. And the, hold on, the youngsters have got to be told that. Yeah, because they don't know no more. That's why you get on a bus today, a pregnant woman will come on the bus, and a young boy won't even give up their seat for the woman. Ton! I had this conversation just yesterday with a girl what? from GMT. Why is that? Yeah, why I is that? I know, I know. And that's what I'm trying to say. You have to respect, teach these young people respect. You can't let everything keep on slipping and sliding and thinking they know. Because guess what? Their environment, they're just going to do the same thing. So yeah, it may be I'm making a, 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 a mountain out of a molehill, but let me tell you something. He won't do it again. The fact that I've made this point and this stance to show you that don't think because you work for AFL TV. I'm Tunde Ajayi, I'll block you. <laughs> I don't care about none of that. Because I deal with respect. If Coogan was disrespecting me, I'd block him. Eddie Hearn, Frank Warren, not Frank, because you know Frank's old school. <laughs> Frank, no, Frank ain't on that social media thing. But... Don't be disrespectful, because I'm not disrespecting you. I'm not addressing you. When he reaches our age, not that we're that old. <laughs> Let me see how you feel. Even, even that. Go and call your dad a boy. See what happens. Whoa, you ain't calling no Nigerian dad a boy. I'll tell you that for no, free. No, you're finished, you're finished. You're finished. Your face... Uh, what are you said? What are, what are you, what are you said? <laughs> you live in Nigeria, your face will be in Jamaica. <laughs> in Jamaica, son. In Jamaica. <laughs> so, that's how it goes. I'm just correcting the young man. And yeah, I know he's a... Uma is a hard worker. Grafter. He's a grafter. He was one of, if not the only person, who was brave enough to come out to Russia. Everyone else is... Well, I'm only going to Russia. <laughs> because it's mad. But as I told everyone, it's not mad. And, um... He's a good worker, very good employee, but you have to learn some respect. Don't let the... That's what I told Coogan, you're paying them too much. Yeah. Back in our day, you have YTS. <laughs> yeah, for real? For YTS. real? For real? For real? For YTS, real. After you finish your B-Tech. After you finish your B-Tech, apprenticeship. You, you get paid little money, so you learn the job. You respect those in authority. You don't just come up and start calling employers boys. Disrespect <laughs> and instant block, <laughs> instant blockage. Yeah, for real. Come on, so that's what? my point. You know what I mean? Anyway, let's move on let's with move the show. <laughs> Derek Tazora versus David Price, which is a really, really good fight. If it to me, if the fight happened seven years ago, yes, right? the fight's happening today. Yes. Um, David Price is coming off of a, a, a very good win 
tactically, because he, he boxed very, very good against Dave Allen. Yes. Right? And I give him, and like, and that's his, his longest um, fight that he's had a winning, because like, um, David Price, uh, David Price, David Price beat Dave Allen in the 10th round, or he retired, he didn't come off his stall. Yes. That was a great win. And then yeah, Derek Suzora come off a really, really good win against Spilker. That was a very, very impressive win by Derek Suzora. It was, very. he just give it to Spilker like So no come on, who's going to win? <laughs> That's why the problem. All the right. long talk, right, just tell me who's going to win. Um, I've got, I've got Derek Suzora because Derek Suzora's got a sound chin. And even though he got knocked out badly um, by Dylan White, that was a ridiculous left hook, right? Yes, it was. But he, but he was actually winning the fight. Yes. Uh, and I think when it comes to pressure, depending if, if Derek's head's right, but I think that Derek is the more mentally stronger of the two. Mm. And that's no disrespect to David Price. I like David Price a lot. I think he's, he's, he's a very, very Can good I just guy. say something? When people talk about this mental strength, how do you, how do you like assess that? I reckon you, you, you assess it on the fights that, uh, that fighters have been in and how they've behaved like before the fight. If you analyze how Derek Sazora handles, handles the pressure of fights, prior to fights, how he goes into fights. And there's always been that thing of like the, the, the what is it, the mental girth or, or stability of David Price. We've seen him fights. And like I've spoken to trainers, I don't want to call that no, but I know guys that have trained David Price in the past and saying, well, it's down to his, his mindset. I remember when he, um, uh, what was the fight? The fight that he, the Tony Thompson. Yes. Right? And I think he got broken by, by Tony Thompson. Yes. And then since then, it's been uh, irreparable damage that's, that's gone on because I think it's, it's mental to do with, with David Price. Because anyhow I could punch like David Price, yes. I don't care if I could take a shot or not. I'm saying I'm going to clap you out before you clap me out. And that's what I'll be working on. Because I'll be working on straight one, two's down the line. I think with Derek Cesaro, we've seen Derek Cesaro likes to throw bolo shots. Yes. Right? And against a taller man, that's a key shot, that cricket punch shot. Where he kind of throws it over and yes. Derek likes to throw that shot. Yeah, Derek's perfected yeah. that shot. Yeah, over he has, he has. And if <clears throat> and it's powerful pressure. But on the next thing, this most probably after Klitschko is the hardest puncher that Derek Suzor has been in with. Like single shot puncher. Oh yeah? I reckon it would. David Price is a ridiculous puncher, man. Okay. Ridiculous puncher. Well, I, I mean, and I don't disagree with you on the outcome of the fact. But the reason why I ask you about mental strength and how do you assess that? <clears throat> David Price, I think he won the British title in his 11th fight. Mm -hmm. I remember that against, uh, what's his name? The John, uh, <clears throat> the big boy. I don't want to say fat. McDermott. McDermott, yeah. He lost, a, he won a British title. But you made, you alluded to Tony Thompson. Yeah. That was his first loss. Tony Thompson, yes. And also, he lost against Taper. Yeah. Taper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Erkan Taper. Erkan Taper. Yeah. Those were his two losses. Yeah, yeah. But then, now, the Taper fight, remember, he was on some juice. But this is the point I'm making. <clears throat> both so was, both, so both Tony Thompson. Thompson and Taper were found guilty of use substance uh, what, what, what is it anabolic substance anabolic I got that word from you from Rocky <laughs> <laughs> you understand so isn't it isn't he mentally tough to come back from that isn't he mentally tough to have to know in your heart that you was unbeaten and a drug a drug cheat come and gave you your first defeat which is always the hardest 
yeah. because you're riding high. This is what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that the I, result... I, I agree so, with that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, Taper, a drugs cheat. David Price is a warrior because this is a mental warrior. He's come back from this. I, I See, I don't overlook these things, overlook these things because I know boxing, I've seen, you've known me, Spence, I've said it for so many years. Boxing is 99% mental. 100%. And he, to me, Tunde Ajayi, David Press, I hope you're listening, is a warrior because he's come back. No, I'm not and taking that the fact is that he's mental not a strength. Yeah. So I don't, I don't feel the men, I think they're both mentally tough. Where I agree with you on the result of the fight, remember, David Press, it is an Olympian. Yeah, yeah one of bronze medal. Bronze medal. So all this talk about he ain't mentally tough, bruv, you don't buy Olympic medals in a corner shop. <laughs> you have to do something. Your brain has to be mentally strong to deal with the competi competition and the build-up and what have you. So anyway, let's get past that. I'm just saying that I don't think people should go around calling David Price mentally weak because I ain't seen no one else do what he's done. You understand? Yeah. And we put a 36-year-old man. 36? 36-year-old man, come back, also... He's on a winning run. He's on a good winning run. Tom Little, Cash Ali, Cash Ali was Dave Allen. Yeah, Dave Allen. But Ka Dave, is that the Cash brother who bite him? Cash Ali who bite him? Nah, you should. And, and the thing about it is, it wasn't even ramen. So it's not like you was hungry. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, why did you bite him? I was hungry, bro. I was hungry. You should have done that. That was wrong. You don't bite man in a, in a boxing match. That's wrong. Anyway, I'm sure the brother knew why he done that, and he's very remorseful. It was hungry, brother. But but. And Dave Allen, so that's free winning ring or uh, yeah. winning streak. The only but he reason... did impress me in the Dave Allen fight. Okay, yeah, really? he, come on, he, he came he to our gym. He yeah, he boxed. Yeah. He boxed. I saw very him. I good saw. Fight. Yeah, obviously, I don't really look too much on fighters that I don't train, but he was in our gym. I think a day or two before, mm -hmm. and I, I clocked what they was working on. I see the movement. I see the little shoulder rolls. I said, yeah, you know, he, 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 they know what they're getting in there with a game plan. So all credit to him for winning that fight. The only reason why I think the fight favours Derek is because of the quality of opponent Derek has beaten. The way that he knocked out Spilker is serious. Yeah, it's serious, bro. Look at Derek's losses. It, they're against joke people. Tyson Fury twice. Um, Robert Hellenius. That was a robbery. I was there in the no, corner. That was a robbery. That was a robbery. I was there in the corner with Derek and Don for Hellenius. He won that fight in our eyes and in a lot of people's eyes. And then Klitschko, where he put up a valiant performance against Vitaly Klitschko. But the Pulev fight, come on, man. So, I didn't watch that yeah, fight, actually. He, he, he didn't, did he, he didn't did win, he win that? Fight. He lost that fight. He so, but, that but, fight. but look at the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Klitschko, Pulev, uh, Takam. The Takam knockout. Yeah, no. Now what? Come on, you man. You have to salute that. <laughs> You have to, 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 you have to salute that. Derek is, Derek to me is like a little son. You understand? Whoa, whoa. I don't know, maybe the son bits of it too. But Derek. <laughs> you've gone too far, too. Yeah, I've gone too far now. You've gone too but far. But Derek, I love Derek because he talk, he wears his heart on his sleeve and he talks the thing. But the, you can't compare Spilka to Dave Allen. <laughs> you can't compare Takam to Cash Ali. You can't compare Klitschko to Tom Little. No. And because of that, I have to favour Derek Chisora. Mm -hmm. Might be by KO. 
Yeah, I think that's the way that he's going to win. I don't think this fight's going to go points. And um, that's another thing. Sorry, sorry, Dave, I'm just talking facts. You know I'm not no hater. I've already bigged you up saying that you're a mentally strong guy. But all of his losses have come by stoppage. All of them. And and the thing about it is this, like all of his... He hasn't... He ain't gone into those late rounds. He hasn't, that's he, true. He hasn't I think the longest he's rounds. ever been... It's 10 rounds when he went when he boxed... Dave Allen. The Dave Allen. Yeah. But then also... But isn't that because he's now got that mental side? If he was... Lacking any mental I, I don't efficiency. Think, I think, yeah, I don't know. I think like he's boxing within himself. He boxed very, very well against against um, Dave Allen. Yes. But Dave Allen's not in a class of Derek Sazor. No way. So, Jose. Right. And I think Dave Allen was trying for the overhand, right? But it didn't work. But then, you know what I mean? Dave Allen's, it's, 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 a, it's a different kettle of fish going yes. in with Dave. Right. Because at the end of the day, Derek Sazor is still world class. And very fit. And right, and especially now as well. And it's like he's getting a new lease of life. Yes. And, he, and it seems, seemingly to me, it seems like he's enjoying it now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It seems like he's enjoying well, it. Well, not, not according to the press conference. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, but even that, he enjoys that as well. That's true. You know what I mean? He does. He enjoys that as well. That's and true. I'm, I mean, I'm, I've got, um, I've got, I've got Derek. Because he gauges fights good as well. He knows when to put it on you. Mm. I've got, I've got, I've got Derek round eight or nine stoppage. Right, um, that's how I'm seeing. If it. I'm asked to give a prediction on the fight, that fight ain't going six rounds. Okay, cool. That's just my, that's right. my opinion. And who knows? It could go the other way. It could do. David Price could go out there and clap out Derek. Yeah, because with that right hand, because David Price is a tremendous puncher, you know, and maybe at this age of his life. He's now found a balance with the body and the mind. Mm, um, mm, mm. It's going to be a good fight. You know, I remember David and Derek sparred. They were sparring. I think David helped Derek in preparation for Klitschko. Mm. So they know each other. And you know how it is when you're in there with a guy that you know well, a sparring partner. It's different because sometimes the guy, I remember Junior yeah, McDonald. Fair, fair Junior McDonald and Tommy Eastwood. In our eyes, Junior was always dominating Tommy Eastwood in sparring. But I remember when they did fight and Tommy stopped Junior, mm -hmm. he said to me, this is what Tommy... And I want you to know this. Why, another reason why I don't read too much into sparring. He said to me, he knew years ago that he could beat Junior in sparring. He said, one day I hit him with a shot and I saw the way he reacted. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, but yet, we felt Junior was dominating. So sparring, that don't mean much. It don't mean much. Because there ain't no lights and no thousands of people screaming in a, in a gym. So I'm looking forward to that fight. Yeah, big fight. Moving, moving on. Moving on swiftly. Josh Taylor. Oh. Regus Projects. JT. Right. Progress is, I like progress, you know. Mm. But I like Josh Taylor. I think there's something special about Josh Taylor. 100%. And I also think there's something very, very special about Regis, Regis um, because Regis is a, he's a... He's a very good fighter. He's cute. He's a cute he must, fighter. It also looks like he can punch because 24 fights, 20, 20 knockouts. Right. But he's not a one-punch knockout guy. Okay. Right, he's not. But he can wing him in and he can box neat and he does cute things and because he's a southpaw... I know I watch a lot of Pernod Whitaker. But he also does, like, he does little shuffles with his feet that is very reminiscent of 50 fights. 50 fights would do that little shuffle. Yes. Georgie Benton, Georgie Benton, even though Georgie Benton was up in the, in the 60s, Georgie Benton would do this little shuffle with his feet as well. And he does that with his shots. 
But Perna Whitaker does it out. Perna Whitaker will hold his hands up and he'll shuffle the feet. And as he shuffle the feet, he'll throw that left hand. He does that a lot. We gotta do, you know what we gotta do? We gotta do the fight breakdown. Yeah, come when you're ready. We gotta do that. You know when we stand together and we do that. That's coming. That's coming. Don't try to hit me hard with these big rocky arms, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so. My youngest will come for you. (laughs) Go on, Spencer. Go on. So, I rate progress Uh a lot. And I also like, if you watch the gloves are off, on, on, which is on, on Sky. Yes. Uh, when he sat down, Johnny Nelson, they had the two of them in there. The one that looked like kind of jarred by it all, mm. even though I'm not reading too much, but the one that looked jarred by it was actually Josh Taylor. Is that because, right? Yeah, he did. He looked jarred. But you know what? Josh Taylor, he, he, he's like that all the time because he was jarred when he was up against O'Hara Davis. Yes. He gets jarred over these kind of things. But the, the beatdown that he put on O'Hara Davis and, and, and made O'Hara quit, he made him quit. Mm-hmm. Not just beat him up, he made him quit. So he, he administered so much of a beating on a man, who was unbeaten at the time, that he made a man question his own desires as a human being, as a man, and made him quit. Mm. Right? O'Hara could have got up then. I, I didn't watch that fight. Yeah, I, I watched it. And you are boxing the same. On That's the same why I didn't watch it. That's why you didn't yeah, watch we it. Watched, we right? boxed on the same night, yeah. But with... with re, 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 I'm telling you, pro, progress, let me just tell you this now, right? I see when he knocked out Ndongo. Yes, that's right? what I was going to say. Right. That's a good victory. Yeah, it was. It was a very good victory. But Ndongo was just coming off of the back of getting knocked out in three rounds by Terence Crawford, Crawford yes. who is pound for pound, arguably number one best fighter in the whole world. Yes. He so, beat, but but uh, um, Progress beat Flanagan. Yeah, he beat Flanagan. Yes. Right. He beat Flanagan. Uh, that was for the WBC diamond belt. Okay. Right. He beat Flanagan. That was, and you know what? And I rate, I rate Flanagan. My Flanagan moved up in weight, and it just worked for Terry at the time because progress. He he, he does his thing. Yes, he does I, his I, thing, I, and he guts it out as well. I I met Regis and yeah. his team. Um, or I think Tony Fort. Yeah, Tony Fort is his marketing guy. Yeah. we had a good conversation, and his strength and conditioner. And I, I was telling them like, uh, first day I met Regis. I felt a good energy, a very calm energy from the brother. Uh, he seems very relaxed. He he's, does. He seems very he's, relaxed. He's, he's going to have to be. He's a, well, that usually is a good sign. Yeah, he's he's going to have know, to be. He's very, he's very I relaxed. I rate Josh Taylor, you know? No, no, no. I, you know me. Yeah. Remember, I didn't watch the fight. But I said, my friend Stevie Watts, you know, we, we can say who we want. We don't need to hire who we're talking about. We could call a man's name. Yeah, Stevie, big up Stevie Watts. Big man. up Stevie Watts. Danny, brother, really. Yeah, Danny died yeah, recently. Mean, God, God rest, God rest his soul. Danny Watts, uh, also a boxer. I think I Danny was him. ABA champion. Yeah, he was down at Limbo Vast and he went to the Reptile. So yeah. I know Danny yeah. really well, man. Yeah, rest his, God rest his soul. Um, yeah, I remember Steve phoned me, because Steve's always phoned me, because Steve's like a mushroom, secret mushroom. Him and Eddie, and they, <laughs> they know each other. So he's always trying to pick my brains, but I'm like, bro, you, they ain't going to work. But Steve phoned me when O'Hara was fighting. And he said, oh, I was going to lose that fight. I said, no, he ain't, brother. He ain't losing that fight. He said, he said I'm telling you. I said, I was, listen, any man that can test O'Hara, this is, and I still feel this about O'Hara today, because I love that brother. He said he's going to beat him. I said, no way. O ain't going to take a fight. That, you understand? So when I heard he beat O'Hara, I said, this guy must be good. Because I, I, you know, you know, I train O'Hara, everyone knows I train O'Hara, O'Hara turned pro with me. 
Yeah, and you know, O'Hara was doing magical things when he was with me, stopping world champions, inspiring, sp sparring Sean Porter. Mm -hmm. Listen, oh, right. so who you got so, for this fight? So no, I've got to touch on it. So when touch on the time. So huh? when so when Josh Taylor beat him, I said he must be a good fighter. Yeah, good fighter so man. I had a look at him. He beat Victor, Victor Postel. Victor Postel was great win. And floored him as well. And you understand? Yeah. And Postel fought Crawford. Yep. And lost some points. And Josh fought him, what, 12 fights in or 13 fights in or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. Very early. And he just beat the Russian boy, Barachinks. Barachinks. Barachinks ain't no joke, you know? He could, but this guy was right. good. So that's why, no again, I look, tough, at the, tough, man. I look at the levels of opponents who, even though Josh has had less fights than we just... I think, what, 15 fights, Josh has got 12 yeah, KOs. Yeah, 15. So, but look at the quality of opposition. All right, so who you got? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> right, this is going to be a good fight. Right. Because so Regis is confident. I don't... I'm going for a draw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for a draw. Sitting on the fence. You've got split decision in your bottom. Yeah, split decision, yeah. Yeah. You? I'm gonna slightly, slightly favor Josh Taylor to pull this one off because the fight's here as well. Yes. And even though he's a Scottish kid, but he's still more home ground than 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 than, than Regis. But they came early. They come and early. And he's yeah, very yeah. serious. He shows yeah, his intention. Yeah. 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 Um, um, it's a big fight. It's a it's big, big fight. fight. You know what I mean? Final for the Mama Love Trophy. Yes. You know what I mean? It's a very, very big fight. Yeah. But I think. Oh, it's a good fight. Because I'm, I'm watching pro. No, see, like there's certain times progress, he wings in the left hand to your body and he wings it over as well. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, but, boy, I'm going to go, I'm going to stick my original, my original thoughts. My original thoughts. Yes. Right? And I like This is a well. first. Right, you you know one. when right, Spencer yeah, yeah. is, yeah, yeah. you right. know it's a serious fight. Right, exactly. I'm going to go for Taylor because originally when the fight was made, I was going for Taylor. I think, if he can use his size, his height, because he's a taller guy, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for him. Maybe late stoppage. Might not have nothing to do with the fact, but I'm an energies man, yeah. and I remember the British Boxing Board of Control Awards. Yeah. You know when someone special walks into a room, you look, yeah. you don't even know that you just you can feel something. All right. I remember me, Dylan White, and Anthony Yard was taking a picture, and I looked up. And I see Josh Taylor looking at me. He might not have been looking at me, but I looked in his eyes. And the reason why I looked, because I felt the energy. Right, I'm going for it, man. That's, I'm, I'm just going to go for it. He's an IBF champion. See, Josh, right, I just right. changed his mind. Right. Because I'm I told him, your no, energies, man. No, 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 right, right. Trust no. me, Spence, I'm telling you, brother. I don't, sorry. <laughs> sorry for the language. No. <laughs> but I am your brother. But, but, of course, but I felt it. Yeah. I said, I'm yeah, right. there's something in this guy. So you, you never yeah, know. Yeah, I'm, 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 you know what I mean? Because originally when the fight was made, that's who I went for. So, and now you're telling me that even more, so I'm going to go for that. I've got Josh Taylor, maybe round 11 stoppage in, in a wicked fight, if not him on points. Okay. Moving on swiftly, we move to the heavyweight debut of Alexander Usyk. Thoughts, views and opinions, Mr. Fearon. Um, here's a man, Alexander Usyk, who's 17 and all, 
who was an undisputed cruiserweight champion. Yes. Right? Um, the first man to get all four belts uh, ever in that division. But, you know, him moving up to, to heavyweight. You're not convinced about this, are you? I won't. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be real. I won't. I won't. I'm not even being bad man against you. I like Usyk. I think Usyk's wicked. I think he's wicked as a cruiserweight. So, you don't... Do you feel he possesses the power to mix with the big heavyweights? Um, it's like Tony Bailey is my guy. But Tony Bailey was saying that AJ and Tyson Fury would be too physically big for him. But Deontay Wilder... Because of the weight that, you know, sometimes Deontay Wilder's fighting at, at 215, 218 to 220. That, that he didn't, got, hold on. Right. No, 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 this is what no, he's saying. This no. is not what Tony Bailey saying. I'm just trying to say, right? that 215 knocked down Tyson Fury twice. Right. Twice, right? <laughs> so, so he was saying that maybe he, he's, he's too small. And I don't get that because before... He never looked small to me. No, he don't when I saw small. him at the weigh-in, I couldn't believe how tall he was. Seriously, and he had that, that, that little voodoo mask. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had that mask on, and he had a group of his men in a circle, and he was, and I was like, look how big this brother is. I couldn't believe how tall he was. So that guy ain't small. That guy ain't small. He's a tall guy, but anyway. Right, so when people are talking about, oh, well, Usyk, you know what I mean? Chaz Witherspoon, um, what's he, the nephew of Terrible Tim, Tim you know what I mean, former WBA and WBC. Terrible Tim, World Big Heavyweight Tim, Champion. World Tight right? Tim. Right, yeah. Remember right. When, he, when he fought Bruno? Oh, mate, he, he clubbed him to death, man. <laughs> That's a good, that was a good fight. Um, I 38 was, and 0, no, 38 and 4, 29 KOs. Right. Lost three of his four fights by right. KO. Right, exactly. And I'm not, and he was a, Late substitute. He was, meant to fight, he was meant to fight Sponge, right? So he was a late substitute, and I think maybe Alexander Usyk was trying too hard on his professional debut to to impress. Mm -hmm. But regardless of that, it was still Chaz Wilson that he was up against. I'm not saying that Chaz Wilson can't fight; he can fight. But I'm just being real. For the hype that's been behind Usyk, yes. I've noticed when. Usyk goes against certain fighters, and I've seen this now, especially when he goes against American fighters, mm. he don't perform the same way because it seems like European style of boxing is more suited to the genius of the guy because the guy is actually incredible. You can't turn around and say he's not incredible. He's incredible as a cruiserweight. Mm. Heavyweight is a different proximity so you think a different energy. So you think stylistically... You saw when he fought Hunter. Yeah, right. And I don't think that would be the same fight if they fought. Right, exactly. I'd like to see that rematch. If because he's that he's that heavyweight now. That's a good that would fight. be a good fight for him. You know we're always calling fights. All right, Michael Hunter again, my guy. We was out in Vegas together. Me, Michael, Devin Haney, O'Hara. Sorry, I'm giving you the history, but Michael's my guy, and I know he never took it serious the time when we was there. Right. But I know he's taking it serious now. Well, something's and I would and I would love to see that rematch. So let's do that. Michael Hunter v. Alexander Usyk, both were cruiserweights at the time. Yeah. Now they're heavyweights. And Michael's on a run. Remember, he's he could have got very the good he could have got the AJ call. Remember, he was asking for it when mm. the original opponent, um, Miller, pulled out. Miller never pulled out. Miller got, got oh, yeah. stopped for, for being on anabolic steroids. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, Michael Hunter's a good fight, I believe. Yeah. So, with Usyk, I'm saying for all these talents, which he's ridiculously talented, ridiculously talented, and 
Lloyd Hannigan always used to say to me, like, it's, it's not whether you're, 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 you're big enough to fight at a weight, it's whether you're good enough. I think he's good enough to fight at a weight, but when you're at heavyweight, when you're at heavyweight, and you go look through history, we've seen these guys who try to do this move up thing, especially when we look, and we're looking at the disparity in weight, but it's not being in, in weight, it's whether you've been with these big guys and around these big guys, and there's been a dip since she's been in, uh, in, in, in the heavyweight division. There's been a dip in class where there hasn't been no dominant, scary heavyweight champion. Mm. But when we think about it, Deontay Wilder is a scary heavyweight champion. Mm. Deontay Wilder is a ridiculously heavy-handed man. Also, look at it. I was speaking on the phone last week with Lennox Lewis. And Lennox Lewis says, Spence, if you hear the way Andy Ruiz punches, right? He says, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you trying to say? What? He ain't beating AJ. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. No, he says, he no, 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 no. No, AJ, AJ's going to outpoint him. I'm telling you just now, AJ's going to beat him on points. Six rounds. Remember, no, I told you. AJ's going to beat him on points. Right. Six rounds, that's a KO. All right. AJ's going to beat him on points. That's how it's I see it. It's not points. AJ's going to unanimously outpoint We Andy don't Ruiz. do Anyways, points. Anyways, we, we, di we digress, right? All right, all right. Sorry, that's, sorry. that's how I see it. Sorry, sorry. But sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing this here, yeah, with, with, with uh, these heavyweights now. I, I, I just something never see. I've got to see a couple more fights at Usyk because I want to see Usyk come and show me something like what he showed me. Yeah, in the but past. they said that. Like, but, they've, but they've already said that Usyk is mandatory to fight the winner of Ruiz and Joshua. Okay. So that means he's gonna go straight and fight the winner. Yeah, but allegedly so. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd like to see him have a couple more fights for settling in that weight because so you were, that, I mean, on that yeah. on that performance. Let me see on the Chad's Witherspoon performance. Yes. He ain't beating those guys, and that's that. You know what I mean? On the, and Joshua knocked that out. He, 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 he got caught with some... He some, got caught with some shots. Some straight rats. And I was from Chaz Witherspoon. From Chaz Witherspoon. They got the phone call when he's at home, most probably eating a pizza and watching the game. <laughs> I you know what I mean? You, you want to fight? I was, I'll take that. I'll take it. Yum, yum, yum. Come on, man. I was saying to myself, anyhow, that was Ruiz, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, at the end of those right hands. No, you're done. Your free paper's burnt to a cinder. I don't think you can handle that. No. So, because, but he's a good boxer. Yeah, he's excellent. He's, excellent he's a good boxer. boxer. He's an excellent boxer. You know, but I didn't see nothing too... There weren't no spectacular tricks in the books. Straight left to the body. The right hook, he was coming over with a right hook, jabbing straight. Straight, basic, fish and chip boxing, as I right, call right, it. Exactly. Um, and... If you dreamed of fighting that guy who fought the other day, if you dreamed and said, okay, then we want to fight, you want to fight Deontay Wilder? I'm telling you, on that performance there, Deontay Wilder will knock you into tomorrow. And that's the truth. Well, Deontay Wilder said he's too small for him. Right. So, um, but I think it's interesting. I think it's great for the heavyweights. That's excellent. We've got more people now that we can, you know, say, you know what, we'd like to see that. And, and they are fantasy matchups. You know, that can become a reality very quickly. I just mm. think that, to me, from what I saw, he just don't look strong enough, powerful enough to deal with a... Because, come on, no one ain't going to want to see no boxing. That's why Derek said, yeah, you never know, I'll fight him. But yeah, we, we don't, we don't know. That be a good fight, you know? That is the fight. That be a good fight. Providing Derek gets through on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That be a good fight. Derek Chisora versus Alexander Usyk. Yeah, like made that. on The Fight Is Right. <laughs> Come on down, if you have to say that right here. Yeah. So, yeah. so you just don't think he's going to cut it out anyway? 
No, not with the guys that are there. You know what I mean? I think he's turning off to me. Didn't he little... fight Joe, um, Joe Joyce? He fought Joe Joyce. Did he beat Joe Joyce? Yeah, yeah, he, he actually played with Joe Joyce. But in saying that, in saying that, right? No disrespect to Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce is, is methodical. He wears you down. He's mm. methodical, especially in the amateurs. Methodical is like, uh, it'll come at you and he's just like, it'll just wear you down. One, two, one, two. He, but he did, he, he did. He, he ran kittens around him. He, he ran circles around him. He gave him kittens. He ran circles around him. He's an extremely talented human being, Usyk. I'm not taking away that from Usyk. I just don't think professional boxing mm. at heavyweight, especially when you've got ferocious punches there. Mm. I don't, I don't, I can't, you know what I mean? Offer oh, that performance, I can't see it. You know I mean? Maybe I'm going to see something else. Be, oh, no. But I'm saying, like, pound for pound, it would be really skill for skill, he's way up there. It would be player. interesting to see who they're going to match him up against. There. If yeah. they actually do um, match him against the winner of AJ and Ruiz, it'd be good. I would like to see more of the AJ than the Ruiz. Because I think just because of the mechanics of Ruiz, that might be an easier fight for Alexander. It could be, but... Yeah. Like I'm saying, Ruiz ain't no Chaz Witherspoon. No, 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 no. Ruiz can swing. Yeah, Wolf of experience. Trust me, the guy can swing. Um, anyway, moving on. Yes. Fantasy fights. This is the part of the show I've been waiting for. Yeah. You, we both have a fantasy, fantasy yeah. fight each. You want to go first? I don't mind. No, you okay, go first. Cool. Right, my fantasy fight would have been Evander Holyfield. Hey. who was at the time the undisputed world heavyweight champion by knocking out Buster Douglas. Serious. Right? Step back. Bam. Yeah, it was a, it was a proper shot. You know what I mean? But I remember like Don King was saying, yeah, he, he just sat down and took the money and ran. But remember, we got, Buster Douglas got $24 million for that fight. You know? Wow. $24 million. Right? Wow. So he got rewarded for his, Tyson, for, for his win over Mike Tyson because he got something like 150 grand for that fight. You know? No way. Right, exactly, 150 grand. What a way to cash out, right? Versus the Mike Tyson of 1991 because they were due to fight November the 8th and then Tyson popped his rib. Spit the lyrics. No, I'm going to spit a little bit. November the 8th, 1990. Yeah, 1991. They should have fought each other, right? Oh, yeah, I remember we got injured. Right. And Mike Tyson got injured. So what you're saying is that's the fantasy fight. You're asking... That is my fantasy fight because at the time, uh, around the Holyfield, I think it was, it was 26 and all. Yes. Right? And he was undisputed cruiserweight champion. Then he moved up in weight. And then, then he moved up in weight. And then he was ready to go to war and go to blows with Iron Mike Tyson. How would you have seen that fight go? Because at the time, Tyson was on a comeback and he was on a, he was on a tyrannical run. Because Tyson, when, he, when he, he came back, he knocked out Henry Tillman. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? Um, remember Henry, T Henry, Henry Tillman beat Mike Tyson in the in the USA box office. Yeah, right? amateurs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I remember Mike Tyson floored you with a body shot. Do you remember that? Mm, yes. Like, but Tim was on his feet, just one, he kept on pop, pop, popping, popping, popping. He beat Mike Tyson. He fought, they fought twice, and he beat Mike Tyson twice. So I am Mike Tyson. When he came back. He knocked out um, Henry Tillman. Tillman. Yes. Right. I remember Tillman challenged Evander Holyfield for the world title. But I remember. Tillman went on to win the gold medal in the Olympics, you know? Mm. People seem to forget that in 84. Tillman was, you know what I mean, right? So, Henry Tillman, then it was Alex Stewart. I remember yes. he bowls over Alex Stewart, he throws yeah, the overhand right. Yes. Boom! Yes. Like, Alex that Stewart. Isn't that one where the ref, the ref nearly got clapped? No, no, that's Lou Savarisi. Lou Savarisi. That was in Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 
Alex Stewart. Then he had two really tough wars with Donovan Razor Ruddock. Yeah, the first year, the hard man. You ever come for knock him over to the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donovan Razor Ruddock. Donovan Razor Ruddock. I remember they're making comparisons, maybe because of facially he, he, with him and Sonny Liston. And Donovan Razor Ruddock was knocking out heads. One of the most brutal knockouts I've ever seen was when he knocks out Michael Dokes. You've seen that? Mm. He winds up that should never... He winds up and he throws that big, horrible left hook. The smash, he used to call that shot. He knocks out Michael Dokes. But then he fights Donovan Razor Ruddock. And the first fight was kind of controversial stoppage because he got stopped in seventh round and there was a, there was a riot in the ring. Remember, mm. Mumra Muhammad was managing... Mumra Muhammad was, was managing um, Donovan Razor Ruddock. And they kicked off in the ring because the fight got stopped and they said the fight shouldn't be stopped. It was, a, it was warming up that fight. Mm. But Tyson did have him on the goal. And I think if the fight continued, then Tyson would have stopped him. But mm. that fight, and then they fight 12 hard rounds. That was a again, that hard fight. fight. Was hard. That was a hard fight, man. That I was remember a hard watching fight. that fight then. Seriously. That was a hard fight. So, and that fight should have happened. At that time, forget about the 96 win, the incredible win of of Evander Holyfield over Tyson, but 1991, that Mike Tyson, was 40, he was 40 and 1, yes. where he lost to Buster Douglas, yes. versus 26 and 0, um, Evander Holyfield. How do you call that fight? I'm just going to be real. Holyfield would have beat him. And why do you think that? Because Mike, by his own admissions, said his career was over before he lost to Buster Douglas. Because he was out doing all madness, drinking. He was not the athlete that he once was. Because the people that cared about him, that loved him, were now not in his life. And I think that Evander at that time was so... Listen, the guy was an awesome fighter. On the rise. And let's look at it. You, people, I hear that about... Oh yeah, he just went there for the payday and everything. The way he knocked out... Buster Douglas. <laughs> you heard the clap. Yeah, yeah. Paul, yeah, Paul Step back, yeah. while up. And he was just on a rise. He was a, he was a dangerous guy. And I don't think even, I don't think Mike really wanted that fight. It was the wrong fight for Mike Tyson, stylistically. And you had a guy that had no fear. Mike Tyson was very well managed. I'm just being honest. I'm not saying he wasn't great. Of course he was. Look what he done to Trevor Burbick. I remember that fight. Trevor Burbick, Another, you one of your people. <laughs> he broke up Trevor Burbick. No, fair play to Trevor Burbick no, in that fight. Because Trevor Burbick actually went to go and fight Mike Tyson. Yes, you he did. He did. What was that? That was um, November. But. That was November 86. But I remember. He came to fight. I remember Roger Mayweather saying to me, we were sitting down one day in the chair, and he, I said, who's the hardest puncher you've ever seen in boxing? <laughs> he said, straight, Mike Tyson. He said, that move. They <laughs> <laughs> hit the mode. That MF could hit like no one's business. That's what he said to me. I'll never forget that. Roger Mayweather said me that. But I just think that knowing Holyfield, a lot of people said he was on certain things. I don't even care about that. I don't even care about, <laughs> don't that. Care about that. That's what I'm trying to say. Because you can do certain to... things you want. That can't give you heart. It can't. Evander Holyfield's heart. Is, is, is bigger is, than the mountains. I'm telling you, his uh, heart was ridiculous. And I just think that because of that, because of those attributes, we all know that Mike showed that when it got tough, he looked for a way out. And if and Van der Holyfield knew that in the first fight and the second fight. 
You know they sparred together when he was on the amateur, and they, they had to cut the sparring. The sparring was so vicious. Yes. They said, like, done with this. And I remember at that time, the Evander Holyfield was a light heavyweight. Yes. They said, right, done the sparring. Yes. It was that vicious. And if you look on uh, Evander Holyfield's key attributes, because the thing about it is this, that fight got pulled because Tyson got injured, right? Yes. And then Tyson fought Burt Cooper, who was a Mike Tyson clone who was nowhere near as good as, as, as Mike Tyson, right? Nowhere near it. Right? It was nowhere near as good as, as, as Mike Tyson. But remember, he, he called Lance Holyfield on the ropes, you know, where Holyfield was nearly gone, you know? Yes. Right? But I'm saying, that's, I think on that one, I think like you was expecting this big, massive fight, you and Mike Tyson, yes. right? To say who was the baddest man because for ages they were talking about it. I remember when Holyfield was down at Cruiserweight. Yes. Right? When he won the fight over an epic that, fight against Dwight. At that time was 13 stone eight. Yeah, right? And it was an epic battle they had with Dwight Muhammad Kwari, right? That is the greatest Cruiserweight fight you can ever win. Ever. Watch, right? Ever. Ever, right? And what was that? The Evander Holyfield was like 11 fights in going into yes. that fight? That's yes. ridiculous. Dwight Muhammad Kwari was the the former WBC like heavyweight champion. Dwight Muhammad Kwari could fight, mm. right? It's only like the G of Michael Spinks that dealt with him at, at that weight, yes. right? The guy could just fight. And also, Dwight Muhammad Kwari never know amateur fights, you know? That's Madness, isn't it? Madness. But that's why I'm digressing, right? Yes. So, if we look at that Evander Holyfield versus the Mike Tyson of, of 91, 91. <clears throat> I would have gone for Holyfield for this reason. Aha, uh -huh, so you agree with me? I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you for the simple fact of this. Mike Tyson, right throughout, don't get to his Mike Tyson is great, and we all got gassed by the Tyson hysteria. The Tyson hysteria was nuts. Because I know you just had that side part in your head. Where you I did. Everyone had it. Everyone Everybody had, had it. Right? Everyone had that Mike, Mike Tyson was your MTV raps. Mike Tyson was, remember, we had this big push, which, which we got the, of, of rap music. Mike Tyson represented that era. Like, you go through of, of times where people are actually of their genre. You know what I mean? Uh, like, Muhammad Ali was like the blues and Mike Tyson, and, and like, uh, he... Um, you go through like Sugar Sugar Robinson, these guys, they represent a certain era. Yes. Mike Tyson was the he was he was the 80s. It yes. was the 80s and the 90s. When the 90s came, boom, and like he was public enemy. Okay. Straight. Okay. So I got Mike Tyson losing that fight because one thing about Van Holyfield, he could gut it out and That's what he I'm was saying. a supremely tough man and he could an box. He and he was an athlete. He, he, athlete. he bought a new chain, I yeah. think. He was one of the first boxers I see using resistance bands. Yeah, yeah, all of them kind yeah, of things. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. Right. So, anyway, I got, I, so I got him winning that fight. We both got Holyfield. Yeah. My fantasy fight now. God. Prince Nazim Hamid versus Floyd Mayweather Jr. At Super Featherweight, right? At Super Featherweight. Uh, you know, both of them met each other in a lift before they even knew each other. Like, yeah. before they even knew it, they, they, they wanted to live in Vegas and Floyd was in the lift and Nassim Hammond was in the lift and there was talk about it. Yes. And how I see that fight is this. Nassim Hammond was, 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 he was excellent, right? But at Super Featherweight, Pretty Boy Floyd, not Money Mayweather. <laughs> yeah. Pretty Boy Floyd <laughs> was pretty incredible. That's right? true. That's and true. Just his win over Hernandez, people don't know how good Hernandez was. Hernandez was excellent, you know? Yeah, I think, Gerardo Hernandez, I think his only loss up until that was against me, um, well, Oscar, Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar, yeah. Right? And that was at lightweight. Yes. Right? So, and he come down back in weight, and I would have had, I would have Floyd 
beating Nassim Hamid for the simple reasons Floyd and he's proven his fundamentals mm. or sparring with great men when he was 15 years old mm. he was sparring with Azuma Nelson that's serious right Azuma Nelson is the greatest African fighter of all times all of these kind of things don't get twisted Naz was bad don't get twisted and say that Naz wasn't bad the night Naz beat Steve Robinson was incredible but in saying that the caliber of opponents that he went through, mm. right? Floyd, far more superior. And Floyd was a killer at super featherweight. Mm. And we've got to be real. Floyd was knocking out brothers at super featherweight. Right? Vicious. He didn't have no bad hands them times there. Mm. Or none of those kind of things. Floyd at that weight, Floyd was a G. I think it was the Manfredi fight. It might be the Manfredi fight. And Floyd said, you know... We're looking forward to taking on all challenges. You know, um, we got Prince Nazim Harry and Larry Merchant went, Prince Nazim ain't gonna fight you. <laughs> <laughs> bro, so Floyd was the man. Um, how, do you, how do you think that um, was? You know what? Mm. I just think the Naz, you talk about pretty boy Floyd. Yeah, but also you have to think about the Naz who was with Brendan Ingle. Yeah. Hmm. Are we serious? The Naz that was with Brendan Ingle weren't the same Naz under Emmanuel Shrewd. Mm. It weren't yeah. the same Naz. And Oscar Suarez. Remember and they, Oscar they, Suarez. They used to swip, swap yeah. in between rounds with each other. That weren't the Naz. And I just think the Naz. I remember Frank Warren saying that night when he beat Steve Warrenson. It was one of the baddest man performances ever. That was an incredible performance. The footwork, the speed. Or was it, maybe it wasn't Steve Robinson, maybe it was another fight, but I remember Naz was great to watch when Brendan was in the corner. Mm. And I still don't think, maybe because of what you, the point you made, which was a very good point, the fundamentals. Fundamentals take you so far in a sport. I think Bernard Hopkins has proven that. Yeah, of course he has. You know, um, Floyd's fundamentals are ridiculous. Yeah, Floyd is a serious fighter. Who knows? You can't really question Floyd's chin. So I don't know if Naz's power would have had a, any real effect on him. But you got to remember, Naz put over Kevin Kelly. Remember, Kevin Kelly was around Naz's weight. Them two never fought. Kevin Kelly was smart. He just started commentating and boosted up <laughs> Floyd. He didn't want to fight Floyd. But Kevin Kelly was still a good fighter. He was, a, he was coming to the end when he fought Naz. That was an incredible fight. But look at that. What December 19th, 1997. Come on, knowledge. Madison Square Garden. The knowledge. Don't muck around. <laughs> Come on. So, the reason why it's a fantasy fight for me, because, I mean, listen, Floyd would just laugh at me if I said Naz. You understand? Just because of what he's done. Retired, undefeated going down as one of the best to ever do it. But Naz, for me, was a special talent when he was with Ingle and the people that he was with around when he grew up. Could he beat Floyd Mayweather? I'm not too sure. I just think that Floyd had it all. Floyd had it all. And Naz, certain technical things where he didn't learn because of his... Ferocious punching power. Ferocious punching not, power and his unique style. His unique style. That could have made it awkward for Floyd. We don't know. We know when 
what fight was it? Maidana. Just because of the awkwardness, the untraditional. Yeah, that was money, Mayweather. That's true. Right, that's not Floyd, this young, gregarious speedster. His, his hands, I love Naz. I grew up, Naz, what? He's my guy. But, I'm sorry, man. Especially at that weight, because I remember, like, um, Naz went up with certain man, like Caesar Soto, right? Caesar, knock I remember him out. that fight. Right, couldn't knock him out. Uh, Wayne McCulloch, Wayne McCulloch, Harold yes. Wintime, couldn't knock him out, right? So at the time, what and then studiously... What would Fred have done to Wayne McCulloch? No, forget that one. <coughs> Don't even talk about it. I'm just being wrong. Wayne, I, like, I like Wayne a lot, but I'm just saying, so all of these kind of, and the styles do make fights, right? Yes. But I'm saying I could not see Nassim Hamid, even the best Polish um, no. Nassim, Nassim Hamid, doing much with the, the power puncher, because Floyd was a power puncher yes. and he was ridiculously fast. Well, that's why it's a fantasy fight. So I, I'm going Floyd, I don't know who you're going. Who are you going again? I ain't going with no one. You ain't going with no it's one? It's a fantasy I, I, fight, I, I, it ain't happened. Right. <laughs> it's not happening. But you can go for Holyfield though, yeah? Versus Tyson. Yeah, but well, they fought twice. All right, cool. Uh, they did fight twice, so it's not, as, it's not that far-fetched right. to give a, you know, an opinion. But Floyd against Naz, brilliant fantasy fight. Um, and yeah, we come to another closure of... No, don't stop, don't stop. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. The fight is right. Dream it. Believe it. Become, become it. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.